Welcome to Go Home Heat, a SmackDown podcast. Somehow, KP managed to lose the raw content, which sounds much more disgusting than it really was. Justin did a heck of a job on all things raw, but since it's no longer with us, we'll move on to SmackDown. So here's our coverage of SmackDown from the week that was. Okay, moving into SmackDown. Interestingly enough, we don't have a Charlotte this week. Are you shocked by that? I don't know if I'm shocked. That is such a weird situation. She's got so much heat from everybody at this moment. I don't know. Right, right. So we get, we do get, women's wise, we get the continuation of the Sonya Deville thing where Sonya backstage tries to take credit for Naomi's newfound inspiration, which was slick. Uh we get a good little matchup. Uh, Naomi does well. Naomi gets the slick win. Of course, or we thought. Yes, and then Sonya says no. She grabbed the ropes. I saw it. We're going to have to restart this match. And as Naomi is distracted by all this, Shayna puts her to sleep. Boy, when they She's decide, when red, they, I'm just saying, I thought the rest of the decisions were final. My one problem with this is how loose they are with the rules. Sometimes, uh-huh. like it's only convenient when it's convenient. Right. It was the other thing that was kind of interesting is when you look and you go how far your heroes have to battle upstream in this company. <laughs> yeah, beatings they have to take before you put them up, give them a win. It's like, man, I don't know who's pacing this, but y'all need some help, man. Right. Because so she had to take now variations off the same thing. We know what's going to happen, folks. You've lost the surprise at this moment. I really like the way she pin. At least she didn't do the little, I'm going to roll you back on your shoulders while you do the Kirafuna clutch on me. Yeah. Because obviously an MMA fighter doesn't know how to, you know, just roll that right over. Right. Right. It was, it was well done match. You're exactly right. Ridge Holland comes out in an alliance with Seamus is teased to some degree backstage. We, we introduced several new characters, or at least showed us what we're going to do with several characters on the show, right? We we kind of introduced or showed what we're going to do with some new characters on the show. Shotzi had a thing backstage Z- where she explained herself. ZLE had a little film package. Exactly. Exactly. I'm excited about that as well. Los Letharios actually had a match, kind of a makeshift team of Cesaro and Mansoor. Boy, Cesaro was both the showcase and the thing that legitimizes Los Letharios as they wind up getting to when they tag him in that crowd popped like crazy for Cesaro. And then he dominated action with both luchadors for a little bit of time there. And you, and you're like, geez, just amazing that that guy's not doing what, what Seth and Roman and Kevin Owens do. Cause he's this, he's the same as those guys better in the ring than, than probably, Kevin, are you saying you know more about wrestling than than brilliant geniuses like Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn? I don't think so. That guy's a scrub. That's why he's down there putting over luchadors. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with luchadors. I like Los Letharios. What are you talking about, Kevin? They're not. They're just enhancement talent. They don't. They don't do much. Dude, the company's going to get behind these guys. Kidneys, Garza. Umberto? Okay, all that aside, I love Garza and Umberto together. I like them as heels. I thought that, I think they can be so much. I have my doubts as to whether or not they get to be more. 
they're spectacular, Kevin. They're they're super together. They should be tag team champs at some point, probably. You don't have a lot of confidence in that, though. I have no confidence okay. in any things I've said. Them being champs 18 months from now or them being fired 12 months from now? Which one are you betting on? Mm, 12 months. Yeah. Ouch. I hear you. Speaking of spectacular, King Ricochet. He's not King Ricochet because we have a king on the show. I'm sorry. Ricochet answers the open challenge by Drew. I thought for sure we were going to get a squash, especially when they cut to Ali. And Ali says, we have a lot in common, which my heart just went pitter-pat because I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to get Ricochet and Ali in some form of a faction, which I was rooting for way back retribution. But instead, we wound up getting quite the match as Ricochet begins to get some offense in and then being willing to do that moonsault into a Claymore was very kind of him. (laughs) What? Problem with that move? What? What the hell was Ricochet supposed to land on when he did the backflip off the top? When he did that, his back was to Drew. When he started that move, Drew was in the corner on the other side of the ring, Kevin. Are you telling me that Ricochet was going to do a backflip from one corner all the way to the other side of the ring to somehow land on Drew McIntyre? Or was that whole thing just to set up him Claymore kicking him while he was doing a backflip? Hey, I'm with you. I just don't understand why Ricochet's got to be your, your your jobber, man. Buy a win in this company. Right. And in character, Drew uh, approves of the effort Ricochet gave him backstage. Ricochet shoots down my dreams of somehow well, of course, having. Go ahead. Enhancement talent, of course. Yeah, and it just feels like Ali and Ricochet together would be such a no-brainer, this could really be off and running, especially if you would give a guy like Ricochet the the leeway that a, that a heel has. You know, where if Ali's the mouthpiece and then they go, I don't even think they'd have to be heel heels, you know, if if you would allow for nuance, but that's <laughs> that's a different company. What? One that may not exist. Anyway, I thought the wrestling on the show was good. Now, we do get you alluded to it earlier. We get Happy Corbin and we get the Viking Raiders. And the Viking Raiders come out to inter- to do some form of whatever this happy-go-lucky show is we have. And everything about it is terrible until the match starts, or at least until the Raiders decide to threaten them. I feel like sometimes with all of this mess, I can forget that you know Moss is a pretty good wrestler. And so is Corbin's better than pretty good. And, oh, yeah. And once they rang the bell, this was fine. And I, I hate what I'm seeing out of Moss enough, it kind of works, but it's like, you don't have to, for me to, for you to have heat with me, for me to know that I'm rooting against you. I don't have to be to the point where I want to turn off the TV first. Yes. You know, and Corbin has managed, you know, early on when he was omnipresent on some of these shows, he had that, what you would term go home heat, which is kind of where the, the name of the podcast came from, that kind of thing. Cause it was a, uh, a cool, uh, not a cool, but it was a term that was floating around quite a bit, a hot term. And, and, and in uh, fashion of a certain person, it was stolen by that person and is now being used by them unsparingly. Yeah, right. 
Right, but then you wind up like, having feeling Baron Corbin's gimmick. Right, but then you wind up. You know, Corbin goes and he has years of not getting to that point with you anymore where he is both the heel, you don't like him, but you do appreciate who he is as a wrestler. I mean, obviously the dog food crap they did with that one run stretch there, we'll leave that out. <laughs> but that wasn't him. That was something else. Well, none of this is him, I, I don't think. But, then, but sticking him out there in a situation where he's supposed to just go out there and giggle and laugh, and it's terrible. Right. And, and, but they ring the bell and you're like, Hey, they're pretty good. You know, like they, they, they skittle out of there because they don't want to take the whooping that they've been getting for the last few minutes and they lose us cowards. So I guess we get some other version of this again. Yuck. Right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to something cool. This is how bad that segment was, Kevin. It was, it was like Batman and Robin, the movie, Joel Schumacher, Batman, bad. That's how bad it was. It was so bad. I walked out of it going, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's acting really brought up that movie. In like, boy, the Viking Raiders promo ability really brought that segment up. <laughs> oh, oh, I almost forgot. Speaking of which, your guy Jeff Hardy had a, had kind of a little what quaint. Hmm. What was what was that? That was to introduce Sami Zayn as your locker room leader. Right, that little bit between him and Aaliyah, where Aaliyah walks up and says something, and Kayla, where, where he's giving Aaliyah advice and welcoming her to the show, and as she walks a few steps away, and as he's doing the interview, he realizes, well, Sammy's kind of a weird dude. Let me see what's going on over there, and Sammy's like telling her to wear a business suit, a pantsuit, Kevin. Agreed. If you want to be taken seriously, you should wear a pantsuit. Although it might hinder your wrestling, who knows? Okay. That was all not for that segment. That was for the hit row segment coming up later on in the show, right? And so you get, yeah. and we get the hit row segment, and I thought the hit row segment worked. Sammy made a fool out of himself. Hit row made even a bigger fool out of him later. Looks like hit row is going to be baby faces. I mean, I would, well, the, the, with them. I would baby face if I was booking it. Well, it, it's they 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 run the risk of being too cool. To be heels, yeah, and I think they kind of learned that with New Day, as they wanted New Day to be heels, and people would just like, well, why would I root against somebody that's cool? Which is yeah. a, a genuine reaction, right? And so that's what we have here. We have uh, Hit Row just being themselves, and people like it. And so I think it's going to work for them to be faces. And then you know they buddy, they buddied up with New Day last week, so it makes sense that that's where we're going with this. And Sammy being. The first foil for them, if you want to get your baby faces over, Sammy's yeah. probably the right guy for that role. Oh, yeah. There's not a more annoying human on the planet. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay, let's get into the king. King Xavier Woods and his Kofi Do I think Kingston. Greatest king since King Booker? He's probably already. Right? And yes. we, we get Roman starts out the show... Roman killed it. The whole I was on an island walking around naked. My wife was loving it. That whole thing was hilarious. It was great. The thing where he says, Paul, what happened last week? And he's he's addressing the fact that Jay got pinned. And then he, he does. Instead Paul of, does think about, well, she asked me about Brock Lesnar. And I didn't want to talk about Brock Lesnar. But Brock Lesnar came up, didn't it? Yes. Yes. That was great as well. Then you have Woods eventually, because Roman takes the spotlight off of Jay, puts it specifically on Jimmy, who took the pin. 
which sets up a match. I love which one of you, which one of you was it who got pinned? Mm-hmm. I love the question. Right? That's again insulting the twins. I don't know which one of you was it. Completely agree. And it worked so well. And then you have Kofi come out and he runs the whole thing down, completely makes fun of Roman and all of his head of the table tribal chief ways. And then you have Kofi is like the perfect sidekick for all of this. And I think, I'm thinking this whole time we're just going real deep into New Day Usos again. And then we find out later because this turns into a match, bend the knee match in which the loser will be bending the knee. Actually, Xavier will have to bend the knee to Roman. So Jimmy doesn't have a whole lot to win here. Uh Uh-uh. But Jimmy has everything to lose. And Roman continues to point that out to him through the backstage segments. Then we get them. Go ahead. Wait, wait. Let's not go past the spot where, all right, when Roman and them are in the ring at the very beginning and Xavier comes out and he proposes the whole thing and Jimmy goes, we ain't doing that. And Jay says, no, we ain't doing that. And Roman puts his hand out, and Jimmy or Jay, I think, is just kind of looking around and looking around. And Paul has to walk over there and say, "He wants you to put the mic in his hand. He's put his hand out. He wants you to put the mic in. You take the <laughs> mic, put it in back, just like this." Paul teaching. I don't know Paul. If that was scripted, or Paul just winged that in the moment, but it was great. Paul teaching them the intricacies of servitude. Being a stooge. Yes, yes, it was very good. <laughs> okay, and so then we wind up getting, an, and I thought Roman's little segment backstage where Jimmy wants to know, you know, is like, are you ready to go? And Roman's like, you know, you handle your business. How I many of your business do I have to clean up? Which was I'm- which was the big the big moment where you go, oh wait a minute, this ain't about the Usos anymore. Mm mm. Because Roman's going to have to clean this mess up. And they go out and they have a banger. Jimmy has a great match with Xavier Woods. Woods was incredible. And then you have this, you know, Woods go over. Things get wacky. Woods goes over with a with a neat little roll-up, right? Well, yeah, they had several little. Well, you had the G, Jimmy and Jay tried to cheat. Yes, the, yes. You, you had one roll-up that turned into another roll-up. And that's when Jay sticks his feet in there, which turns into... The ref going, no, that's not going to work. And then Woods gets him back with a roll-up, right? As the tights or the pants. Yes, and then he gets out of there, and Jimmy starts to bend the knee. And just as Jimmy's knee is about to touch the floor, the the ring. knew what was coming. Boom, Superman punch. And then they – but the the, the important thing I think here was we took Xavier – we took Kofi Kingston completely out. Yes. They went to work on the leg. And they took him out altogether, so he won't be there to help Woods. And Woods is going to have to deal with Roman, and Woods tries to help. Numbers game gets the better of him. But as we cut to credits, Roman is telling him, if you show up next week, I will show you what a king is like. He is telling him, do not show up. And I think Mm -hmm. this is great, because you know Woods will be there. And And you're going to... Xavier Woods is going to get right at the title. And I think it's well-deserved. Well, dude, we okay, at this point now, in the last few months, we've had Woods with a run at Bobby's title through, through. well, he maybe not a run at the title, but he was main eventing for Kofi in a way, right? 
Uh-huh. And this is the flip of that because he gets bludgeoned and then but he had great, great matches, which is I think why we're where we are now. And then Kofi winds up having to try to, you know, get his give Bobby his comeuppance for what he's done, and now we're gonna have Woods try to do the same thing to Roman here. I love where we're at. Right? I did I love, you can build this to mania and have Xavier Woods Roman Reigns at Mania. That could be you give Xavier Woods that moment in front of the WrestleMania crowd, they would go nuts. You could have a Woods Mania. Uh-huh. You really could. But the other thing is, too, though, he's in order to do that in a way, he's got to lose by crook. Yeah. And then rebuild it and then have him go over, like, at the Rumble or something. Mm-hmm. And then you would have, okay, Woods has – think about it, dude. And we're fantasy booking here, but if he wins the King of the Ring and then the Rumble – and then we're to go over at Mania. Holy cow, right? What a year. Like the greatest year in wrestling history, like in kayfabe you, world. Yeah, and you can't argue. If you do that kind of a bit that guy, that's the Stone Cold build. That's how you make people stars right there. Right. That's right. Especially because whoever goes over Roman will have ended a multiple-year thing. Yeah, and it's got to happen soon, Kevin, because you can't just keep it on him. At some point, you gotta. Yeah, you got you got to take it off of him because then he's got to get it back, you know. Because the ch- you know that's the one thing that character hasn't proven to us that it can chase. Because it walked in and immediately got the belt, and and I don't get me wrong, I know that that Roman can do this without the belt. And I, I get point. Right now, I did love that we before we wrap this up. I did love that Roman in his beginning stuff at the, at the beginning of the show said that that idiot Brock Lesnar blew it and then he points out that he was the one who got the suspension and because remember you said Pierce is all of a sudden this controlling uh-huh. figure and then Roman was like I'm and then he went straight Jeff Jarrett on us which I know you'll appreciate I'm the one with the stroke around here I'm the one who fined him a million bucks I'm the one who got him suspended indefinitely you like that too do. I like you taking credit for it. Cool, cool. So th- th- here's the thing with WWE, and it's a head scratcher, especially on weeks like this. They do all of this stuff that frustrates you and upsets you. And then the talent gets involved. And I think that the Kevin Owens, Big E, Seth Rollins segments, I don't think that the, like, don't get me wrong. I, I see where Molly Holly's booking some of the women's stuff now, and it's great. TJ's been booking stuff, and I see some great segments that Steve Carino and uh, Jimmy Wayne Yang are book are are uh, producing, and they're doing great jobs. All these segments that I'm seeing that are do they're doing great jobs with. Devon Dudley's doing some of these tag matches that we're blown away by. But also, I think that when the Usos and New Day wrestle each other, Devon's not having to do a whole lot of producing. I think that Seth, Kevin, and Big E aren't being overly produced. I don't think Roman segments are being overly produced other than the fact that he probably discusses things with Paul. Mm-hmm. And these are the segments that that you want to embrace and that really blow you away with the company. It's the other things that drive you crazy, right? And then you go, well, that's not – that's probably Kevin Dunn. That's probably John Lord. You know, that kind of thing. It really frustrates you. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, no. Talking about Kevin, I've got faults <laughs> on the youth of America. Dude, did you see what uh, Caster, the really terrible rapper in AEW, said last night? No. 
he was going to the ring and his his partner was wrestling Bowen, and he said, "I'm gonna um something like I'm gonna put we're gonna put you away, you know, we're gonna end you quicker than your father in law fires people or something." Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you're in trouble with your boss, like Castor has been after a couple of things he said, best thing he could do, right? Just the other boss. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so for me, KP, this is uh, Justin, and this has been a Go Home Heat production, copyright 2021. Check out our friends at the Game Project, the G-I-N-N project.com. Check out the Daily Smart, an app you can get on your phone and see everything, all things sports entertainment and pro wrestling. And Justin, go home. 